Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo Namaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and thank you for your support. AI, a blessing or a curse? And the wisdom of religion spirituality in general and the Hindu yoga religion specifically. Artificial intelligence, cell phones, iPads, etc. are a part of daily life. Are they a blessing or a curse? You may find our podcast, Who Needs God When You Have Google, to be a precursor or an adjunct to this podcast. In this podcast, we'll generally use the term cell phone as the major form of AI. There's no doubt that the instant access to information and communication is not only mind-boggling, but also of tremendous benefit. Today's cell phone communication is also extremely cost-effective. Not too long ago, when one had to rely on landlines, it was very costly to make long-distance calls, which are now an instant reality complete with video. The instantaneous access to knowledge is amazing, and it must be a challenge to school teachers trying to teach students how to computate, problem-solve, and seek innate creative solutions. In other words, NI, or natural intelligence. We all have an innate and natural intelligence that is developed by how we live. It is developed through self-awareness, awareness of our environment, relationships, various social interactions, scholastic learning, and inner imagination and creative thought. While AI, cell phones, etc., give quick access to information, they may not be very successful in developing NI, or natural intelligence and may even stifle it, often with very negative outcomes. Artificial is defined as, quote, that which is made by humans rather than occurring naturally, end quote. It can also mean, quote, insincere, effective, false, or fake, end quote. An imitation is, quote, using something or someone as a model, i.e. simulation or reproduction, end quote. Imitation, imitating, is generally something done with a sense of honesty, whereas artificial as fake is deception. We're all familiar, but perhaps not in its entirety, with a famous quote by Oscar Wilde. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Today's non-Hindu yoga, for example, is artificial or fake. See our many podcasts on this problem. A solution to this problem would be to offer stretching classes and, if learned from the Hatha Yoga of Hinduism, simply state that this is imitation yoga and not real yoga. Whether intended or not, the choice of the term artificial intelligence is significant. With all the benefits of cell phone use, When misused, they can create an artificial or fake experience of the world, relationships, and one's self-perception. Many adults can attest to the addiction of cell phone use, and in the hands of undeveloped minds, the problems can be exacerbated. From MedicineNet.com 
Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development, ABCD, studies confirm that, quote, Increased screen time is not just bad for the brain and eyes, but can affect a child's psychology, thinking patterns, sleep cycles, and behavior, shortening their attention span, and potentially encouraging violent or aggressive behavior, end quote. Many parents can attest to temper tantrums when they take away the cell phone. Even toddlers have been known to throw a fit when their iPad is taken away. One parent lamented that the first word her child uttered was iPad. Many parents are beginning to wake up, sometimes too late, to the potential and real damage of the misuse of AI and cell phones. In the most extreme cases of school shootings, many of these young shooters spent hours playing violent video games, hence unable to distinguish between fantasy and reality. And we've all seen kids, and even adults, walking and even skateboarding or riding a bike while on a cell phone. We even see people sitting on the beach, and rather than enjoying the nature, are watching a video of even perhaps nature. Go figure. Somebody has to be the adult in the room. Adults need to first watch their own behavior and set the example. With these thoughts in mind, let us look at some counter moves to today's obsession with AI and cell phones. Rajiv Malhotra, author of many books and defender of the Hindu Dharma, recently wrote a book entitled Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Power. This was also a topic on YouTube by a Swami Sarva Priyananda. Swamiji discusses some of the problems of AI and solutions within the Hindu yogas. The wisdom of the Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific lifestyle is an area of discussion that we at Dharma Yoga Ashram, Classical Yoga Hindu Academy, have been involved with for decades. In general, life and religion is about understanding ethics, devotion, meditation or contemplations, to lead one into a positive outcome, which one could refer to as enlightenment. You may like to listen to our many podcasts on this subject, and especially religion, spirituality, and the Hindu yoga dharma. In the Hindu yoga religion, the first yoga is karma yoga, or Hindu ethics and selfless service. In other words, doing for others or altruism. Cell phones can actually take one further away from their fellow human beings and are designed to sell products. It's market-driven, making those behind the products wealthy. Along with karma yoga, bhakti yoga, or Hindu devotions, encourages one to view the real life around us and helps to incubate a sense of compassion and appreciation for a greater reality. A Hindu puja, for example, brings together nature's elements. Religious devotions help to bring communities together with positive social interactions and acts of charity. Cell phone use, on the other hand, can mimic the real-world reality 
and often foster an addictive passion as opposed to compassion, which can often lead one into becoming very selfish. Progressing into Raja Yoga or Hindu Contemplations Meditation requires intense attention and concentration. Cell phone use, on the other hand, actually promotes a lack of extended concentration on anything but the cell phone. Developing a keen memory, and this is the first chakra, is a vital asset. In many religions, and especially the Hindu yoga religion, one memorizes many scriptures, mantras, and bhajans, or holy songs. The mind is a muscle, and it can be developed. Memorization is a key component. When one has information stored in the mind, as opposed to relying on cell phones and Google, one feels more confident in conversation. And rather than dry facts found on the Internet, the information, stories, etc., become an intrinsic part of one's being. Having a strong smriti, or memory, makes one a more competent individual, a better citizen, and perhaps better parent and or teacher. Internal contemplations are healthy introspections and promote creativity. For example, Gregor Mendel was a Christian monk. Monks generally spend much time alone, often in their cell or cave. Mendel is responsible for uncovering the cellular laws of heredity. Excessive cell phone use appears to foster introversion rather than a genuine introspection. One's inner life should be a private and comforting experience. In excessive cell phone use, one's personal information is surreptitiously gathered as algorithms secretly gather one's personal likes and agendas. Religious life is generally about contact with the spirit realms with a positive sense of inner safety and contentment. On the other hand, there are unseen and anonymous malevolent hackers and trolls ready to invade one's technological devotional devices with lingering mental and emotional effects. Finally is Gyan Yoga, or the ongoing experience of enlightenment, enlightened we're meant to be which is the organic outcome of the previous yogas. Jnana yoga is a relative and developing state of calm wisdom or samadhi, peace, shanti, and inner experience of inner light, jyoti, and the feeling of lightness, as opposed to a heavy, dark sense of depression. This inner soulful experience is what Hindus call the Atmana or not-mind. In other words, a rational and healthy religious lifestyle 
And the Hindu yoga religion specifically takes one ethically, quote, out of their mind, unquote. From this refreshing state of pure existence, and we go into that every night in sleep, or sat, pure energy and light, chid, and an inner bliss, ananda, one moves into the ni, or natural intelligence of the mind. The mind then becomes one's best friend rather than one's worst enemy. The uncontrolled mind truly makes one feel that one is in an unhealthy way going out of their mind. Bottom line, cell phones and all artificial intelligence are great tools to be used, but never to be used as weapons harming oneself and others. In other words, like so many things in life, they can be a blessing or a curse. Depends on how we use them. AI cell phones must never be a substitute for real or natural intelligence. After all, the power can go out. Give yourself and your loved ones the gift of enjoying social interactions without cell phones. Regularly go into nature. Go barefoot. Enjoy the natural surroundings. Failure to realize the difference between AI and NI can put one into a prison of one's own making. They are not called cell phones for nothing. 